Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's gonna throw! Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! <laughs> Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They Rubbish! There's buggers over here. <laughs> Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. Yeah, it's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Happy Tuesday to you, August 8th, 2023. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen here in beautiful southern Indiana. Hope you're having a great start to your morning. Nick Roush, how are you? I'm doing well, doing well. Um, did do the thing I haven't done in a while, which is hit the, uh, hit the snooze button too much, and it was almost, you know. It's almost like getting here. Oh, well, you've been much closer to being later. Oh yeah, yeah. It was just the getting out the door and like I, I, I wanted to do more. I've been doing this thing, TJ. Um, I've been stretching when I wake up in the morning. <laughs> Pretty crazy, right? How old are you? Feels good. <laughs> and I, and, and uh, since I've been adding exercise, it's it's been necessary. So I didn't get the good stretch in this morning. And also didn't pack my lunch going to Lexington today. So oh yeah, I was like, oh, can I? Screw it. I'll just you know, we'll find a salad somewhere. We'll try to stay healthy. Kaya salad. That's. I mean, I do very much. Like, I think it's one of our. I don't want to say better thing, but like, I enjoy it very much. I say, I just think it'd be hard with some of the other options there to like be disciplined enough to hold yourself to the no, salad. That, that, that's that's the big Not thing. But, take down 16 uh, cheese logs. My, the thing I like about it is I don't get sleepy afterwards. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so it's like, oh, I've got to do work afterwards. This won't make me sleepy. I think I've said this maybe on air before, but easily the one thing I've noticed about getting into the 30s is just more tired. Yeah. yeah. Don't have the same energy you used oh, to. And I, I'm sure like it is more of like what you put in your body is what you're going to get out of it too. Yes. Where like as a kid, it didn't really matter. Right. It just mm-hmm. would chew up and spit out energy because our metabolism which was going so fast. We, we, poop, we poop so much. And speaking of metabolisms, the best in the studio, Justin Kalen, how are you? Best metabolism or best person in the studio? Uh, metabolism, oh, for okay. sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no doubt about Glad that. Glad to clarify that. No, no I'm good. I um, Speaking of tired, I am not tired because I got probably nine and a half hours of sleep last night. I've been Ever since I've been fighting this sickness, I've just been getting crazy amounts of sleep. But I've been having very vivid dreams. And I was thinking this morning after I woke up, I wish there was a way 
that we could visually save our dreams from the night before. Because I would love, there's so many times I'd love to go back and watch. It wasn't anything like... Sounds like an episode of Black Mirror. It wasn't anything like nefarious last night. It was just a good dream. I went to a... I remember I went to one of my cousin's weddings out in like Las Vegas. And it was in a casino. And we were just having a big old time. It was fun. That does sound fun. So I, I remember getting mad at one point in the dream because I was playing poker with three of my buddies. And two of my buddies took mine and my other buddies all of our money. And I was like, guys, I don't even have money to gamble with later now. It was supposed to be just a friendly game of cards, and you took all my money. It felt very realistic. Well, good. I'm glad you're refreshed, (laughs) feeling well. Feeling great. Uh, I'm somewhere in the middle between these two. I didn't hit the snooze. I kind of did the opposite, where I kept waking up scared I was going to miss my alarm for whatever reason. Oh, I did the same thing this morning, yeah. And then finally at 6, I was just like, all right, you're... You're up. Enough of this. Get get your, get your day going. Get started. Uh, and then I'm here. So felt like I slept okay, but it wasn't like a fall asleep, wake up, time to get up night. I woke up a ton during the middle of the night. But it was able to fall back asleep. I'm happy. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to do radio today. Excited to hear what you all have got to say on the Thornton's text line, 502 414 Finally, the Reds and the Red Sox got a win yesterday. Needed it. Woo! Needed it badly. Off the schnack. Mm-hmm. Yep, they sure are. And then United States, men's national team, basketball. They get their World Cup exhibition tour underway, and then the basketball World Cup will be here before you know it. When is that? End of this month. goes August 25th. Through September 10th. Can't believe you don't have your calendars marked. It's Which is really biggest dumb. Biggest World Cup in the world. You know, I don't know Not if I've... to do that. Like, again, it's like, when can we do this? Should we wait till American football season's in full swing? Yes, that's exactly when we should put it. I don't you know, know that I've ever watched the Basketball World Cup. Guarantee you have. I mean, not like uh, not like I do the, the World Cup, at least, for soccer. Well, I think maybe that, this, ma- that makes you just like anybody else in the world. Maybe this year will be the year I lock in. But I like it. I mean, it's it's some of America's best basketball players, best some of the best NBA players. The league has to offer wearing the old red, white, and blue and mostly dominating teams, which is always enjoyable to watch. Uh, this year's team, I don't know. You can make a case that Canada has a better starting five. United States definitely has a better – Bench. Who's our starting five? But uh, United States, I don't know. I don't know who they ended up going with. Anthony Edwards is one of the big ones. Uh, Paolo Bencaro's on the team. But yeah, I I couldn't tell you that. Yeah, I want to see if I can get a box score for last night. I'll I'll pull it. I'll pull it up. Uh, It's like they've got Walker Kessler as one of their fives. Oh, boy. And then, like, that's that's a little weird. (laughs) Yeah. No UK guys, which I think is the biggest, the biggest joke of them all. Yeah, especially when UK is champions of the world, global jam. So I don't know why they wouldn't want more UK guys. They just want to make sure nobody keeps up with USA basketball with the way that it has coverage of this whole thing. United States didn't win the World Cup in 2019. What the hell happened? Didn't even medal? Wow. Were we yeah. not even like participating? It was mm. in China. Maybe we were just like, we're out. On account of Walker Kessler's on this year's team, I imagine that oh year's team was probably the same thing. Goodness gracious. Yeah. Probably a bunch of joke guys. 
Let's see. We... So I appreciate you giving enough deference to seemingly care enough to mention on the radio because I don't think the actual United States men's basketball players care that much. United States lost to France in the quarterfinal game in last year's or in the 2019 World Cup. And oh, so was Wimby playing? Didn't even didn't even medal. Didn't even do nothing. Did they get eaten up by 15 year old Wimby? No. Gobert was a was a problem. Oh, is that because we had Donovan Mitchell as one of our? That explains it. <laughs> yep, that explains. You can't it. ask Donovan Mitchell to ever win a meaningful game. He's not going to be. He's not going to be able to do it. I know Man, what being, was I doing in 2019 that I didn't watch any of this? You're trying to be sarcastic and like, but like that's actually true. But that's totally true. true. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not being win, sarcastic. Can't win meaningful basketball. Holy games. smokes! This United States team in 2019 was much, which I would think is much better than the group that we've got. We've got this year. Yeah, turns out though, uh, people just don't—they don't care that much until they get embarrassed and then bullied into play. Yeah, but this is—you would think like a little bit different because that team came up short. You'd think they—they they would have been embarrassed enough then, but that they would like go all in on this year's team. But, but that team just, was good. Yeah, I just—the indifference. They had Derek White, Donovan Mitchell, Joe Harris, Marcus Smart, Harrison Barnes, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. They had a Plumley. That's probably where you where you went wrong. Miles Turner, Brooke Lopez, Chris Middleton, Kimba Walker. So really not all that great inside, I suppose. Bunch of old guys. And then You thought Brown and Tatum though. Brown and Tatum, you thought carry the day. Kimba, that's when he, you know, twenty nineteen was when he was starting to come down. As Roush mentioned, you got Ben Caro, Michael Bridges, Jalen Brunson, Anthony Edwards, Tyrese Halliburton, Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram, Jaron Jackson Jr., Cam Johnson. I do like Cam Johnson being on the team. So a bunch of people that play the same position. Walker, Walker Kessler, Bobby Portis, boo! Austin Reeves coming off his uh, kind of a breakout season for him. So that's the squad this year. I, I don't know. Like it's a lot of good NBA players, but how many great NBA players? And then you've got the Canada team who's got Jamal Murray and Shea in the backcourt. USA versus Canada, Roush. Who are you rooting for? Canada. Wow. You hate your country? I don't like any of those basketball players, except Anthony Edwards. He's fun. But Walker Kessler? Yeah, kiss my ass, Walker. I don't have anything against Walker Kessler. Take out your. He played for Bruce Pearl. I know, but he almost came to Kentucky. Same, yeah, with, but, same with Cam Johnson. But Bruce Pearl. Suck it. That that means you should dislike him more, TJ. Anthony Edwards. Because he didn't come to Kentucky. If he wasn't bought and paid for by Tom Crean and his open mouth kisses, he could have been at Kentucky as well. So he have almost cats if that counts for anything. Bobby Portis, big UK hater though, so he's out. Where'd he go? Arkansas. Yeah. He like tried to punch somebody in the throat. No, actually, that was the other guy. That was the other guy. Uh, Brady Bobby Port- Was that his name? When Malik Mont went to UK, Bobby Portis wet his diaper in a oh, major, yeah. in a major, major way. Couldn't handle it. Nope. Couldn't at all. But it worked out okay for Malik Monk, all things considered. They played Puerto Rico last night and won by 45 points. <laughs> so that <laughs> good start to the exhibition tour. I don't know why Rich. they do it at 10 o'clock, but they do it out in Vegas. I do know why they do it in Vegas, but they do it in Vegas. That's where the facilities are. But um, Which, speaking of Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. You got a guess, woman for me? No. Oh. Guess who beat Kansas yesterday? Puerto Rico? Actually, yeah, I think it was the Bahamian national team. It was in Puerto Rico. Yes. But I think it was just Bahamian national team. It was, and yes. Without, just, without some of their better players. So we, where were the tweets about how bad this Kansas team's going to be? Are they still going to win the national title? Um, 
We've seen those no, tweets? Jeff Goodman made sure to tweet out that for better or for he he tweeted this out before the loss though, so you got to take it in consideration. But for better or for worse, Roush, you can't put stock in these summer games. Oh, oh, because okay, you can't win or loss. It doesn't matter. You're not allowed to. Okay, sorry, buddy. Wait, really? And then Kansas loses, and perfectly for Goodman, hmm. like I already said, you can't put stock into this stuff. Well, it's almost like he could have seen that coming. In all seriousness, you really shouldn't put a great deal of stock in this sort of stuff. Uh, but you know what's better than losing in these summer games? Oh, winning them. Winning them. Yeah. Comfortably. Winning all of them. Dominating. And that's what uh, that's what Kentucky did. Would the Bohemian national team been the best team Kentucky played? If they had their full star power, yes, they definitely would have been. Without their full star power, probably still so, but it would be, you know, it's splitting hairs at that point. I mean, nobody they played had their full star power, though. You could you could say this exact same thing about Germany and Canada and Team Africa, sure. right? Well, I mean, no, that, that was their full star power. Yeah, no, no. no. Maybe for Germany. But well, I mean, it was a it was a U twenty. That that that's where he, yeah, it's the U twenty version. This is a this, so national, like yeah. I do think that was pretty much the best that their U twenty teams had to offer, with maybe a few exceptions. But like that was a big deal for some of those players. You know, they're trying to make the actual national national team, Africa a different story, individual. Individual teams there, but you know it was a big deal for those guys. When I think of the Bahamas, that's the last thing I think about is basketball and how they would play basketball. They've got they've got some talent in basketball. It's crazy. DeAndre Ayton, although I don't again, I don't think he ever plays for them. Buddy Heald, who does play for them, but I don't think he was playing for them in this little exhibition tour. They got a few other guys that aren't coming to my mind at the top of my head. But, yeah, Kansas lost in their exhibition tour. You're seeing a couple teams that are getting beat. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know who you didn't see that from? Who? Your University of Kentucky Wildcats. No, you're right about that. You are right about that. We got a lot to get to on today's show. Keep text coming in, 502-414-1450. Today's the day for the Devin Leary takes. We're excited about that. That is just going to underwhelm in the biggest way because it's not even like any <laughs> grandiose takes or anything like that. Yeah, we were just, just busy yesterday. Wa- just watched some tape and just wanted to share kind of some things that stood out about that. Did you watch uh, Stephen Peake's highlight reels, all the slow motion spirals? I did. I just, it was really funny because I was like, before practice, I was like, people love the slow-mo spirals. Could you just give us some slow-mo spirals? And boy, did he deliver some slow-mo spirals. And... uh the thing I like about it too, he did include some of the good running plays from the, the team period where you can see the holes opening up and you're like, hey, it's an offensive line blocking. Look at that. Look at that. Good to and, get it on tape. And it's not like Kentucky's defensive linemen or Sachs. They're big and experienced. Mm-hmm. Pretty pretty talented. So um, Yeah, good content from from Steve. Yep, yep. Man, I don't know if I ever called him Steve. <laughs> Say, hey, old Steve Peake, how you doing? Think we could sub him in for Steve from Blues Clues? Potentially. Don't think it's impossible. They they're now down to their third one, and I always get it's either Josh or Joe, and I always say the wrong one. <laughs> We've got news. I don't know if you all have been keeping up with this at all, but uh, there's conference realignment news. What? Wait, yeah, more. There is. There, Con- wait, that, that's the, been going on lately. I thought we were done with that. Conferences are changing. 
Oh, here's a question. Does it still just mean more in the SEC? We'll debate that for the next 45 minutes on today's Kentucky Roll Call. Uh, How I, much does it mean? I saw a stat yesterday. It's been since, I want to say, November of 2020 that an SEC team has not been number one in the coaches' poll. Yeah, Chuck Dunlap tweeted out that stat <laughs> yeah. yesterday, which was a, a pretty, like, pretty, pretty crazy. And also, if you think back, I mean, that was COVID when you're doing all conference-only schedules. So the knee-jerk reactions if you lost a game were probably a little bit more herky-jerky, right? I mean, if you're playing 10 SEC games, a little bit different than... I'm trying to think who else would have been. Like Ohio State before they lost to Indiana, maybe? And maybe that was it? I don't know, but it had been been a long time uh, because the SEC... November 1st, 2020, since that date, an SEC team has been ranked number one ever since. There's also... uh, August 8th, 2023. I think Peter Burns had a stat, something like the last... um, It was like combining all of the major sports championships of the last X amount of years and... The SEC has 30 of them, and the rest of the conferences have one. <laughs> oh, man. It's just, just a friendly reminder that, like, during all this realignment talk, um, you know, kings stay kings. SEC, still the top dog. Well, it's all reactionary to the Getting SEC. Texas and Oklahoma, I mean, yeah. it's all reactionary to there's this conference that is absolutely dominating everything, and the finances show as much. And what do we do to combat that? Can we get in with them? Do we need to go to a competitor? Do we, what do we what do we do here? And that's caused all of this conference realignment. But Georgia starts the season number one. <coughs> oh my heavens! Oh, that was one of the ones you just couldn't even get out of the way yeah, before you, just you could. It just comes out of nowhere. Just, came, just comes on out. Sorry about that, everybody. That was gross. Uh, but Roush said. Coach's poll's coming out. Kentucky's going to be receiving votes. He was exactly right. I don't like this string of you being right lately. I know, it's weird. I need this to go ahead and, and stop. It's more fun when you'd say something and the opposite would happen. But you've been spot on lately, and especially yesterday. Kentucky, 32nd yep. in the coach's poll if you want to if you want to go by the other receiving votes and rank it that way. They were not in the top 25, but they did get receiving vo- votes, would rank them 32nd overall. I think they should absolutely be ranked. I am... A little in bias, but uh, I don't think there's 25 teams better than UK football this year, Roush. I do like, though, uh, <laughs> flying under the radar. Feels like that's where the Cats are a little bit more comfortable. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm not going to get and, – and they're being on the fringe, right? That just means you, you win a like – they'll probably be ranked by that Vandy game just because other teams are going to lose. And they're going to be like, oh, well, we have Kentucky. They're going to creep up. Uh, the other thing you have to remember with the coaches poll, too – Coaches don't vote on it. Um, it's SIDs. So they're the ones that's their jobs to submit a top 25 poll and not get too crazy to tick off the head coach. Why do they call it the, S- or the coaches poll then? That's so weird. Do you I never want it to be that. called the SID poll? Yeah, I do. SID poll. I, it's a good point. Maybe just call it the SID poll. I don't, I don't see the, the issue with that. I've got this theory. I say it every year. So rinse and repeat for the longtime Kentucky Roll Call listeners. Kentucky in football suffers from SEC fatigue in a major way. Mm-hmm. After they rank all the SEC teams that make the top 25, this year it ended with A&M at 25, Ole Miss was at 22. I think people just feel like I can't do any more SEC. 
Yeah, because... We've got one, we've got a two, we've got a three, I mean, we've got a four, we've got a five, and we've got a six. Do we really need a seventh? But they only have three in the... Or, excuse me, four in the top ten, which is just false. There's... Eh. Yeah. Maybe top two, but there should be there should be nine SEC teams in the top 25. I, I think... I agree. Yeah. That, that's where it should be. But you're right. There is... Uh, I agree with that. We, especially in the preseason, you want to spread the wealth a little bit. I think it actually does good for the sport just from like the opening week when you're seeing these teams play the kind of big cross um, games. Like I, I don't care if Oregon State has potential this year and has some promise. They're not better than UK. Yeah, no, they're not. They're not it's, it's hilarious that Oregon State's ranked. Um, Utah, though, they're going to... I would I would love to see them beat the hell out of Florida week one. They probably, will, they probably will. Return yeah. game to Utah. Yeah. That would but be shout out to the Gators for beating them last year because it set them up for a big stage for the Cats. But but to your point, TJ, in the others receiving votes, South Carolina, Florida, Kentucky are three of the next five. <laughs> like there, There's a lot of uh, – I think I think the fatigue – UTSA getting more votes than UK. Get the hell out of here. I think fatigue along with – The hell out of here. Uh, the middle class of the SEC, there's, there's not a – it feels like there's six or seven teams kind of jumbled up, and you can put them all in a hat and draw them out. Like each, if you if you polled a room of ten people on these six or seven teams that are the next up, if you will, behind the ones that are ranked in the top twenty-five, because I, I I do think that those will probably end up being the, the class above the rest. That's most most likely. But if you let's throw A and M and Tennessee in there, you just have LSU, Georgia. Alabama is the top three. That next group, there's, there's just, I wouldn't be shocked if some of those teams finished six and six, and some of them finished nine and three. But you like, think those top three are, are you know, they're going to get close yeah, to like, like Ole Miss. I think is very overrated um, because they started strong last year. I mean, they finished losing six of their last seven, including their bowl game. I mean, they really well, after they cheated that against UK. Win, yeah, I so mean that needs to be stated. I think, I first think they and only won one more game after that. But you, but you think Georgia, Alabama, LSU are like safe for ten wins or right around there? Like I'm, you don't see bust with those three. I'm 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 a little worried about like I could see LSU being nine and three and A and M actually being ten and two and being ahead of them and winning the West or something like that. Like because LSU, the concerns there are depth. Mm-hmm. Like they they have some. Uh, Malik Neighbors, Jaden Daniels, Harold Perkins, the defensive line, they have some big-time star power, but there are concerns about their depth and their inability to run the football. And big concerns about Brian Kelly's dance moves. Yeah, and will his defensive coordinator still be good? I mean, he's getting farther away from his time at Kentucky. Shine's going to start wearing off. That's good. Um, Speaking of time at Kentucky, UK's future coach comes in at number 34 on the coach's poll. How about that? Yeah, John Summerall. Troy, Troy number 34. He's been there. He's not been there that long, Roush. Like, he's doing an unbelievable job getting – he's been there long enough where you can see his fingerprints on things, but not long enough where it's like, oh, my gosh, he's already potentially turning them into a ranked program in the conversation of being a ranked program at freaking Troy. That's impressive. I, well, want him, I want him as UK's next coach, although I don't think the timelines are going to work out for that, unfortunately. The uh... – the thing with his team this year, or let's, let's just be frank. Hey, uh, TJ. Coaching is the reason why they won 10 games last year. If you paid any attention to their games, 
I mean, they pulled some stuff out of their ass. Yeah, they did. <laughs> I mean, they, they even did. that bowl game, that bowl game, it was an incredible bowl game, and they won by forcing like turnovers on four straight possessions or something like that. There was a lot of playing over their heads last year, winning close one score games. Now, uh, the Sun Belt, it's 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 Troy and South Alabama. Those are the two big rivals. They're the top of the class. They blew out South Alabama last year. I want to say or. Or that might have been the game that they won close and then in the conference championship game against Coastal. Yeah, that's what it was. They, they won a close game against South Alabama, a low-scoring game. Um, and then uh, they played Coastal and the, the championship blew them out of the water. The thing with Troy, though, is they, they're the very rare case of mid-major team that has some success and they don't lose a ton to the portal. I mean, they, they, I think they lost maybe two starters. Um, in, in total, I mean, they're, they're just bringing a ton of talent back. They've got their quarterback back. Um, so like having that continuity there, you would expect them to have another successful season. Maybe not ten wins and winning the Sun Belt, but they're definitely in the, going to be in that conversation this fall. You saying take the over win total on Troy? What is that? What is that? What's it at right now? I don't know. I'm going to look it up. I think I'm going to have to start doing. Uh, it's it's about time to start do, getting the win total bets. Didn't Thanks to all the women's soccer bets I had that uh, did not cash. No kidding. Yeah, that was tough. Bums. My favorite was uh, the draw that. Um, I got U.S. money line at three to one and draw. You know what? I don't feel bad anymore about that game because we would have got smacked by Japan, anyways. If now I do have bets on Japan to win it all, so I'm rooting for Japan in a big way. If they make the semifinals, I'll win fifty-five dollars. If they win it all, I'll win four hundred dollars. So wow, let's go Japan! I am all in on Japan. Go Japan! Although they, I mean, whoever wins Japan, Sweden, I bet wins it all. Japan will kill Sweden. You've been watching that closely, Suits? Get your Japanese I, I, I know that Japan's playing really well. Japan closer to Australia than Sweden. Does that impact? Yes. That's why I say that. Mind mm-hmm. at all. Uh, Spain, Nether, I mean, that whole side of that bracket. United States was toast. With the way they were playing and when the, the way the bracket unfolded, they were done. They had no chance. Japan doesn't play again until Friday, 3.30 a.m. Is TJ getting up for that one? No. Absolutely not. <laughs> Scoots, who do you think got more votes in the receiving votes category? The Indiana University Hoosiers or the University of Louisville fighting Nick Roush's uncle, Jeff Oh, uh, Louisville for sure. You're wrong. Indiana did not receive votes. They did not. You're correct. <laughs> I was about to say. There's so no how do you way. think that you're wrong, but also Indiana? I'm right. Did- I'm right and I'm wrong. No, Louisville didn't receive any votes. It was either. a trick question. It was a trick question. <laughs> yeah. Hey, by the way, so Trevor, I've started like saving his show file on the Adobe, which is how we record the shows. And I, I've always done it the right way. You know, I'll save it as Mike Rutherford and the date. Well, Trevor lately has been getting cute and he's been writing, he saves our KRC recording, but he's been changing the names of it. And it's not been Kentucky Roll Call on the date. This morning's. Was KRC fears Brom and the date? What do you all have to say about that? We we don't. And uh, I'm getting real Trevor, sick. And, I'm getting real sick and tired of Trevor just going on the Rutherford show and just lying, like unintentionally, but intentionally. He's like, "Oh my gosh, TJ hates 
Kyle Bolin with every ounce of his fiber. He hates Kyle Bolin. We need to do the UK U of L watch party because he hates him so much. Oh we, no, that's me. I, See, he's just getting a confused. But I know he's just yeah. wrong, like he's just wrong. And he has no sense to yeah. correct it. I don't like Kyle Bolin, but I only don't like him because he's not good. And he beat UK, yeah, so that, I don't yeah. like him from that standpoint. Yeah. But like, I've there are much more dislikable and unlikable U of L players more so than Kyle Bolin, Trevor I mean, Kelsey. That one really, really irks me. But it does make losing or beating Lamar feel that much more special, though. Who was the St. Louis defensive back guy who dropped the interception? Uh, Marcus McWilson. McWilson, uh, Youngstown, by the way. But nevertheless, well, who was that four star we got from St. Louis that never really amounted to much? He was like maybe a joke, maybe even a Joker guy. Oh, you're thinking of the Joker guy. I know who you're thinking of because he lives in the dorm next to me on campus. Uh, oh gosh, this is killing me. We were talking about him at me. Go, Ralph. Go figure it out. Oh gosh, it was a big time get at the time. Yeah, he was a huge recruit, but he was not good. No, he was horrible. It yeah. Never, it never panned out. Like while UK was beating MAC teams for most recruits, UK finally got like a big star name that had some other SEC offers and big time offers. And then he just – people were like, freshman year, starter, maybe. And I don't Faulkner. Think it, Glenn Faulkner? Glenn Faulkner, yes. yes. That's what it was. And Gosh, I didn't even we did get that, to the looking up, but yeah. I was at Rivals at the time, and you would have thought Glenn Faulkner was Anthony Davis committing to UK at that time. <laughs> it was just like, yes, yeah, somebody, that's good, we did it. And uh, Roush is exactly was, right. I thought he was the one that dropped the interception, but you're right, it was Marcus No, because Faulkner just like never played. He, yeah, and yeah, then he, yeah, I think yeah, eventually, was, quietly – Got out of there. Well, because here's, he here's the thing. A lot of those four stars that Kentucky got at that time, um, they were four stars in recruiting services, but other schools didn't really want them because they were kind of poop heads. Mm-hmm. So you, if you look back on some of those rankings, like I, I, you know, I don't know what happened to them specifically, but I always found it interesting. I, I don't even remember the Chapman guy that played for Manuel, but he was a four star that signed with Kentucky. Don't even remember him. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah, but like apparently he was a four-star guy. Um, you never want to see the bio start this way. Has become a solid performer on special teams. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like freshman either. year, that's cool. That's maybe a good way to get like your bio started. But, but I, when it's all said and done. I, I want to say that uh, Faulkner, though, I don't know if he lasted more than a year with Stoops. Well, it – he – so this is his senior bio, okay, and so it's did. got his junior, 2014, he played in 10 games. Okay, so he might have made it, but just never played. He had a pass breakup against the Skyhawks. Okay, UT Martin. Good job. Uh, if we were looking at Troy, their number is at eight for their win total. Over. I can't, I mean, is that the KRC bet of the year? Okay, uh, see. We I'm all get in on it, we become Troy fans, here, we have a little here, side action the on the side action. That I'm worried about, though, because they... They go to Kansas State. Uh, Wildcats are pretty good last year. They won the Big 12. Uh, and Western Kentucky's the other non-conference game. Now, that one's at home, but Western Kentucky is going to be one of the better. Like they could, Did they receive votes? Because they probably should. They're the favorite in that conference. I mean, they, they should be receiving Over votes. Over here of our buddy Troy. Poll. No, Western's in the Conference USA. They're separate. But like yeah, they have Reed back Western and they got that receiver back. They got as many votes as Indiana and U of L combined, actually. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they also go to Army, so there's a. It's going to be tough. Which I, an, I I I hear the scaredness in your voice, and I think you need to take it to church, little man. I think you might be right. Oh, uh, one. I, I'm just having all of these ideas pop in my mind as we're talking college football. Um, 
and I, ha- I, did, I didn't read the story, but there was a big profile. I don't know. One of those big profile writers did. I don't know if it was Richard Johnson, SI, if it was Yahoo, well, one of them. Uh, did you know they changed the rules this year uh, for cut blocking? I so, did. No, I don't know if I did. I know they changed plenty of rules, most around the clock, but what's the cut blocking rule? Basically, all of the military academies can't block the way they used to with the option. So it's a big testing ground. Like, can can they still do what they do? And or or is it going to be flagged? Like, how can you have success without cut blocking the option? Is it's it's going to be um, a a big test this year? And, so, and here's the reason why they cut block though, TJ. They're because saying, they're, t- they're smaller. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. like the army has restrictions. Yeah, totally, and, we, yeah. and that makes sense. And you understand, like once you learn that fact that just the service academies have height, weight restrictions, so they can't have the offensive linemen like the other teams. That makes perfect sense that you have to get gimmicky with how you're going to get some tough yards. Yeah. So what is the actual rule? Because I know that uh, several years ago, this is what Stoops got furious about in that Gator Bowl against Georgia Tech. If somebody is blocking somebody, you could not engage with them below their belt. You, it was a penalty. I mean, it's a very serious penalty, and Georgia Tech got away with it a few times. I remember Stoops like pointing to Paul Johnson on the other sidelines, being like, "I'm going to rip your eyeballs out." Because it's it's. It, so what is this new rule? Because so, that's all we, you haven't been allowed to do that for several years. What is the new? Yeah, like so. Essentially, you had to cut block right away. Was the only way that you could get away with it. Right now, you just can't do that at all. It's banning all below the waist blocking outside of the tackle box. Furthermore, as eh, okay, so outside the tackle box, you can still yeah um, cause chaos right there in the trenches. Be cool if the internet would turn on now. Um, furthermore, any player who is uh, oh oh, I think we got something here. I switched to the hotspot. Oh, is the hotspot going to work? Oh, here we go. Furthermore, people on pins and needles waiting to hear any the player who is not a lineman or a stationary back inside the tackle box. Would be prohibited from throwing cut blocks. Period. So, I got you. It's just, just outside the tackle box, and anybody that's not a lineman. Correct. So basically, they're allowing your tackles and guards to do it immediately where they stand, and that's that. I feel like that's anything outside of it is not going to take place. I think it's more restrictive than that, though. Um, like, I mean, that's pretty restrictive. That's you don't you don't you normally get your cut blocks on the edges for the most part. Trying to you know turn that, that, that's two true. or three yards into like a wing six back seven is yeah just like trying to clear out mm-hmm. yeah that's true I think that's pretty restrictive I think that is I think what your initial take was like it's going to be inter- it's going to be an interesting sample size this year to see if they're still able to do anything that looks familiar at that or if they're just going to have to abandon it altogether in which case if they do what will they do just be bad just have smaller undersized linemen and just deal with it maybe or, they'll, revolu- they'll revolutionize football. And it, it, it could be a thing too, where you know, uh, adapt. I, I don't think our military academies are the most. Even though they're running an archaic offense, I trust that they're a little bit more uh, dynamic and can adjust. I mean, that's part of why they're in school there, right? Mm-hmm. To learn how to adapt to whatever the battlefield throws at them. Sure. Um, and I know that like it's 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 a little. Uh, not presumptuous, but uh, you know, like doing the battlefield allegory for football is a little like, come on, right? It, it's not. 
It's, we're not we're not it's not There's living and dying in here. But life but lessons like, to be had anywhere. Exactly. But from a tactical standpoint, like you've got to be able to learn how to adjust. And even though they are at a disadvantage, they do have an advantage in the fact that they have like fifty man recruiting classes every single year. So like they got a bunch of players, they can throw a bunch of stuff against the wall, see what sticks. Um, and if the single back option doesn't work, uh, maybe the traditional wing tee. You know, like there, there's a lot of different stuff that you could potentially try that could that could maybe give you an advantage. But I, either way, that's something to keep in mind with your military academies this fall. Uh, from a wagering perspective, just like you got you got to keep this nugget in the back of your your brain because it is going to look different. Scoots Roush sounds a little jelly about. Those recruiting classes. It does. Maybe he should join the U.S. Army Preserves. <laughs> Maybe so. Yeah. Old we'll be right back. This, <laughs> this is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ oh, Walker, Nick Rouse, that? Justin Kalen. No, sir, man. I don't like that crap. I'm a rocker, dude, through and through. Here's my favorite bands. ACDC, Van Halen, not Van Hagar, Skinner, Def Lab. All right. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. I want you to settle down. Don't make me call your probie officer here. A lot of fun during the break there. Scoots was filling. The, the Rutherford Show has a segment, 3 to 6, on Big X Sports Radio. But speaking of Big X Sports Radio, it was nice to hear Spears back yesterday, Scoots. Yeah. Do you listen to Spears when you're not on the show? Uh, most of the time, yeah. I, I got to listen to probably 20 minutes yesterday. He was a refreshed man. He was, yeah. yeah. Good, good, good for him. Yeah, I luckily like for me, I heard the beginning 20 minutes. I kind of want to try M&Ms out of the freezer now. So that's oh, yeah, that's a good call. Just good good callback, Roush. Cold chocolate. You were listening to the Big X? <laughs> must wow. Have, must have left the car on or wow. something. Uh, by the way, also, this just came across my t- com- timeline. Kenny Klein played another scramble yesterday. Good for him. Hopefully he played better than he did in the last one. He played with Fred Heine, who's a director of sports medicine at UofL, David Paget, former UofL head basketball coach, and uh, another person that I'm not familiar with. Do you think they used any of Kenny Klein's shots? Uh, probably two. <laughs> yeah. If I, if I know Kenny at all, they probably used two. Man, what do you think? So f- <laughs> when I got my clubs fit, the far, like the most they'll add to it is two inches standard. That That's just the most they'll add to a golf club. So what do you think a guy like David Padgett, who's six inches taller than me? He surely he's not. How tall are you? I'm 6'5". He's 6'11". Is he really 6'11"? I mean, that's what he was listed at when he was playing. Right? Huh. I, I think mm-hmm. I just I mean, thought you all were more comparably sized. No, I mean, he's like uh, not a head taller, but all he's close. Huge. He's He's an enormous human. So, mm-hmm. like, what happens to these? Couldn't you get custom clubs? That's what I mean, though. Like, uh, do, do they go custom? I, I would think they would go bigger, but also the shaft is pretty fragile. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, it's got to be tough. Yeah. It'll be tough to be a guy that big. But, I mean, I'm sure he's used to getting everything custom. Tall. He's got money, too. Maybe makes it a little easier where you're not, like, looking to drop a grand, two grand, three grand on custom clubs. Do you know what he's doing? I uh, think 
Key's doing something. I would hope so. He's still assistant. Golfing at, with Kenny Klein occasionally. Still assistant at North Oldham. Uh, yeah, occasionally popping in on North Oldham. Wouldn't that wouldn't that be what he'd do? He'd just like come sometimes? Yeah, he was. De- he's definitely not at every game. But he, I don't know, I, sh- I feel like I should take that back. Maybe he doesn't stay for every game because I feel like I do see him like when they're doing warm-ups and stuff f- before every game. But yeah, he's not always there for the duration. His Twitter his Twitter bio says, college basketball analyst with ESPN, financial advisor, former Louisville oh, men's basketball player and coach, advisor. drinker, and boat enthusiast. Luckiest dad on earth. He's got no, no, drinker no, no, no. and boat enthusiast on his bio. What boat do we think he is? And also putting those two things together yeah, seems a little dangerous. <laughs> dangerous, yeah. We don't want to hear on the news. Not to mention illegal. Financial advisor David Padgett, <laughs> former player and coach, gets in a boating accident. We don't want that to happen, Dave. Take it easy. But I'm sure he's responsible. Always seemed like a nice guy. I've met him once or twice. He wouldn't know me from anybody, but he was very pleasant to just a stranger. So that's always a good thing. So I know, Scoots, you do the you do some of the Oldham County basketball games. You got any uh, football games? On the schedule, or are you just doing uh, Midway College this fall? I have got a full schedule for Big X, or WFIA, I guess, and St. X is on the Big X now. But yeah, none, none oh, over in Kentucky. Sound they're a all, little bitter with that. <laughs> they're all over here. They're all I, am, I am a little bitter. I'll be the first to tell you. But Scoots, I, like I, I tell you and I take over for Spears. And, and oh, absolutely. He Let's it do up, it. Yeah. And... Between play-by-play or color, I think either one of us could do either one. We could switch quarters if, even if you wanted. Uh, you want some you want some stability there. They do that in uh, baseball, though. Yeah, I like they it. switch up innings. Mm-hmm. So, like, Cowboy will do uh, an inning where he's doing the play I did play. it for this past season with the station I worked for out in Gordon for basketball. You think you could out. be a St. X man? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Everything has a price. You learn Saint yeah. X high, Saint X high. Oh, you also had to learn the words to you to the extreme. And you need to tuck in your shirt and button your top button. I always tuck in my shirt. That's what we like to hear. Uh, then you're, in. Belt you're too. in the club. I'm going to mention that to Spears today. Hey, when you hanging it up? <laughs> Me and T. Duray take But on. no, you know, be subtle about it. It'd be <laughs> like when that day comes, you know, in 40, 50 years, and do like a little wink, wink. <laughs> uh, say, do you want to hand over the torch to a couple of good friends? And he'll we, say no. I think we can rock fri- it. He'll say you all are not my friends, and absolutely not. That's 100% what he will say. But we had <laughs> we had some fun during the break there uh, before we got off on this side rant, as we so often do, and ending hour number one here shortly. Uh, we were talking during the commercial break. Rutherford has a fun segment they do on a Reddit thread, and it's am I the, the jerk, but they use a different word. And it's basically just, hey – Something happened in my life. Somebody writes it out. Something happened in my life. Am I the jerk? Are they the jerk? What's going? You know, I just need to hear some feedback on it. Yesterday's one was insane. Yesterday's was good. I didn't hear it. Scoots filled us in during the break, but it was somebody who only had about nine months to live, a year to live, and was going to be shortly, you know, in a wheelchair. Had asked their significant other, their husband, if she could sleep with a former partner just because it was electric back when they would sleep together. And he was writing out, am I, I don't want that to happen, but it's a dying wish of hers. Am I the jerk? And that one is layered. (laughs) That explains why the text line was just going nuts during that. I was like, man, did some breaking news happen? No, they, they were just playing. Am I the jerk? And that People one, talking. 
And that one, I think you got to honor the dying wishes. It is. As much as it may absolutely stink. Roush disagreed, though. I, I just think that it... Especially depending, I mean, I think some of it's depending on how long they've been together, but like the... Ten years. Yeah, like that's a good long time. If you're the wife, like I, it's not your fault that you're going to end things on bad terms, but I would want to be as close to my significant other as possible. I wouldn't want to give them a reason to like hate me while I'm dying and they've got to take care of me. Yeah, but it also would be ideal if your significant other didn't want to bone their ex. That's, that's what I mean. Like you, you're even... Prese- also, if you've already presented this, like it's I agree out there. With that. I agree with that. It, but once like, once per- they present it, I feel like you just basically you have, have to, to do it. Yeah, I f- yeah. feel like if you have the stones to say this, knowing that like my thoughts of you and our relationship forever going to be at least slightly altered by this, if you're if you've gotten to that point that you're even bringing it up, then what what me saying no? What's that doing? For this entire situation, right, well, and also, like, I, I already I, know you want to, so yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, like, would it make it any better exactly. knowing that they wanted to and they didn't act on it? And secondly, like, life is too short. If that's really something that they wanted to have at the end of their bucket list, then you only get to go on this. But are you go around one time, as far as we know? So you may as well enjoy the ride. But are you offended by that that you're not the best lover? Yeah, of course. Your feelings, I would imagine, are, are hurt, no doubt. But also, but it goes like, back to what Roush said. Like once she brought it up, though, like it's you know, cats out of the bag. Cats out of the bag. I, I also think would like you'd be a little naive to think that like you're married to the person who's the the best at it ever. That's you what know? that's what I was gonna say too. I was, what percentage of people do we think are married to, to the best way of their life? To, <laughs> yeah, you put it. You know, yeah, you put it a little. Yeah, sure. Like. Because the other part of it, too. Scoots I mean, is like, well, you guys are up to bat. Like, there's, 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 a, there, there's a great stand-up bit, and he's like, you know, you make love to your wife. You don't, you know. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, I don't. Like, it's no, a little. I know so what you're saying. There's another word for it. But uh-huh. He's like, that, that's what you do to, like, th- things would probably be different. So uh, so maybe that's what it is. She doesn't, she just wants the physical, Get you know. Well, that's what she said. She was like, it's different. Now that I'm dying, I, I understand that there's a difference between the emotional connection and then just the action. Just getting railed. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Crazy stuff. Because <laughs> good, good, the good. thing is about that Reddit, too, is that like they're real. You know? Oh, well, I mean, they. I'm sure some are fake, but you would like to think the majority are 100% real, yeah. At least have a grain of truth to them. Uh, the, but, you, you, I mean, we'd be naive to think there's not people that just are looking for social media clout, making up fake situations, right, just to, right. like for That's the outrageous. True. That's true. But there are some outrageous things on that. I don't. Outrageous things happen in real life. Yep, yep. It, um, that would just, man. You so, would talk about a double gut punch. Basically, we're just going to be stealing all of the Rutherford Show topics and just turning them in <laughs> to our own moving forward. With that being said, I do think we're going to do 2007 LSU-Kentucky rewatch. Now, here's the rules. Us three have to all watch it. So the question is, when can all three of you watch that? And then the following show, we'll we'll do the rewatch show. So how, how much time do you all need to – it's on YouTube. How Do you have it pulled up? Do we know how long? An hour and 35 minutes is at least this one. I could probably make that happen by Friday. Yeah. Do we want to do a Friday edition of it? I think I – think Fridays Friday. are pretty slow in the summer. 
I think Friday is probably a good call because, yeah, it gives multiple multiple opportunities. Maybe I'll clip in for the cats. That'd be a good time. That's but long try to watch it with the sound on. Just try to watch it as, as much as it's a normal game as, as possible. And we'll come in. We'll tell. St- so this is for the listeners as well. You got till Friday. Now, I, I don't think it's a bad game to pick because I think some people who won't be able to get around to rewatching it will just be able to tap into their memory just fine. Right, right. And, and probably remember key like, plays, like, big moments. I remember Craig Stelter just getting his world turned upside down. Well, don't ruin it, Roush. I don't know what happens. But I haven't seen this game start to finish since I've been here. Mo- I, mainly I, because I, I just... I don't know if I've ever watched it because I was there. Since I was there, yeah. I yeah, that's, you know, like I don't think I've ever watched a broadcast of it. So, okay, yeah. That'll be fun. Let's we'll do that Friday. on Friday. Uh, what other Mike Rutherford show topic ideas can we? Can we? Uh, <laughs> our team only got four wins. We talk about it next here on the Rutherford Show. Let's talk about the transfer there, portal. There are a couple. Uh, we do need to talk realignment. There are a couple texts on the that we just received that I'm going to change things up and go from the bottom since they're topical. Uh, Started from the bottom. Now we're here uh, on the Thorns text line. Some dying woman out there is begging for scoots. <laughs> Another text. I don't know. If that's what, what the end of the. No, that's the thing. I don't know if I could be the guy receiving that request. Oh, on the that's other another end. good. That's yeah, another good way to yeah. look at it. Yeah. What if the end of the Am I the Jerk Reddit thread too, was and like? Got to tell his wife, like, hey, I've, I've got to <laughs> create this woman's my, dying wish. My former ex lover came to me, honey. I, I've. <laughs> What if the end of the Reddit thread was like, I've been an employee at Walmart for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing, too, is like, I feel like if I was, if if my wife came to me with this and she was dying, it'd be horrible. Hope that never happens. Uh, if that, if this situation, if I was in this situation, I also think I'd be like, have you spoken to this person in the last 10 years? Like, I feel like if you're going to do it, you know, I, I would want that also, I think would play a little bit in a role of it where if they were like, yeah, I have. Here and there, then I'd be like, "Okay, you can do whatever you want. I'm just gonna leave." I think that would change the dynamics as well as also. It's good. It's a good one. It's it a, good a good one, one. Scoots. Uh, Texture says, "Is TJ the new Adam 22?" I don't get that. Oh, what man. does that you're, mean? You're not online enough. Then that was um, Adam 22. Him and his wife have a OnlyFans show where they invite in adult actresses and they interview them and then they uh, have a time. Um, what? Well, and so he, for the first time, had a man come on the show, um, and it was uh, um, a, a larger man. And so he had he had a tweet, and it's one of those tweets. If you just look up Adam Twenty Two tweet, and it's 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 something. It's one of those pieces of uh, things on the internet where you're like, I can't believe this is real. So while you're looking that up, I'm going to read Big Boo Drew's text in the Thornton's text line. He says, Brutal thing about a wife's dying wish to bang another man. However, silver lining could be the husband having a guilt-free love fest with as many partners as he wants post-death. He may feel bad otherwise. Is this a stretch? And who's to say her ex wants to bang a former lover on her deathbed? So Yeah, I got carried away with that one. But that's another fair question. It's I, like, would you say yes to that if you were the former lover? I think you would be, like, to your point too, Drew, you would be quicker to move on. Like you, it, you wouldn't feel so bad, like trying to not necessarily line up some ladies after she's gone, but you would have, you know, you'd I, have all the time in the world. Yeah, that's that was kind of my mindset. The the part of this that really always throws me for a loop, though, is like, what was it? Ten months? Is that the? Oh man! Also, how public is this whole thing? Because like, what if the funeral people are coming up and you're like, 
It's nice you let Jake over. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. She told us how much that meant to her. Like, that's <laughs> like, is she getting out there? Well, but here's the other the other aspect. Like, what if she just lives a lot longer and you're stuck living? <laughs> like, oh, like, gosh. Like, you're yeah. given 10 months to live and it turns into 10 years, you know? Like, then. <laughs> then you hold resentment for nine and a half. The doctor's like, we really think it's 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 time now. It's and a beer. She's sure. like, can we call Jake just one more time? <laughs> that's hour one. <laughs> Devin Leary talk when we return. <laughs> Maybe. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. We'll be right back. Welcome back for Hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Rosh. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. Remember, get your day started at a Thornton's if you want a 32-ounce soft drink. Can last you probably well past lunchtime. You can get it for 89 cents at Thornton's. If you're a refreshing rewards member, they have specials and deals each and every day. Check the app, download it, and you will save money at the pump, if nothing else, which there will be other things. But five cents, I think, is what they're doing right now. And then even for some refreshing rewards members, it can be 10 or even 15 cents. So download that app today. You just punch in your number at the pump. Super easy to do man i got a 32 ounce drink yesterday from thornton's at like 9 30 was still drinking on it at 3 30 it was great would you can't get beat it you get can't beat it uh, i like the vitamin water that i think it's like a blueberry pomegranate Ooh, that seems healthier than the energy drinks yeah well it is and i every time i get a thornton's pop i'm looking at the sodas and i'm like man that looks good that looks good that looks good but every time i end up going with the vitamin water just because it does seem healthier it's still very sweet has a lot of sugar, but it's got to be healthier than Coke. I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. Although sometimes after the the bubbles just hit the spot. The carbonation. They did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I uh, did that after you know, golfing at the Cardinal Club. It was like a big, uh, I don't know if it was a Sprite or a Diet Dr. Pepper or what it was, but man, I haven't drank a soda that fast since I was a teenager. Just right down the gulf. You needed it. Yeah. And that Thornton's got everything you need. Yep. Check out one of your thousands of locations today. There's Sound, one nearby. Sounds about right. Text on into the Thornton sex line, 502-414-1450. We're going to be Elk, at Elk Run on September 1st. Woo! Had another team sign up yesterday. Always fun to see. If you want to sign up, email bigxscramble at yahoo.com. We'll get you all taken care of. All you do is just lock in your spot. You'll pay when you get to the course, and we're going to have koozies for people krc koozies we're going to have shady rays go to shadyrays.com we'll have some pairs to give away not for everybody not everybody's going to be walking away with shady rays but we're gonna have plenty we'll give some out we're gonna have games contests out on the course and for the first time really ever we're going to have kentucky roll call t-shirts 
Woo-hoo. Hey! So if you want to get yourself a Kentucky Roll Call t-shirt, they will be available at the Scramble. I posted what they look like on Kentucky Roll Call's Instagram story. I think they look pretty sharp. You can check them out there, but we're going to have plenty. Picking the sizes for the shirts was uh, something I've never done before and had never really given more than zero thought up until doing it. Did it stress you out? No, but it's like you also just don't want to wait. Like you don't want to waste shirts. You don't want to get shirts that nobody's going to want to get. And and then what? What are most people? So I think I, I've got majority larges and extra larges, but I got I got some of a little bit of everything. Although I can already hear Trevor being like, "Did you get four XL?" <laughs> In which case, I didn't. I did not. I did not get that. I did not go up that high. Suck it, Trevor. Tell them they would have pushed the price across your price point. Even got some youth shirts, but I was like, I got one of each size youth shirt. Did we have any kids and play Lu- last year? And, and Lucy gets first. Uh, no, I don't. I don't know if we did. Maybe one, but I. But maybe none. They should be in school. But also, like you know, we're gonna probably give away some of these shirts via the phone or text or prizes, and then people out of state can can get them if they want. So we'll have some extras. Maybe a, maybe somebody that's not going at the scramble wants one of the youth shirts. Scoots. Sure. Didn't think about that. But Lucy gets first dibs. I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't know if any of them are going to fit. You're probably going to need to get Duke like a extra, or like a, a adult small. We've got to just upgrade the. They're, they're getting to upgrade Man. the wardrobes. I believe which it. Which usually means like there's a bin of clothes downstairs that you know cousins have worn. It's like all right, we got to. Got to update it. I think we're getting a first haircut for Frank next week, though. Ooh. Yeah. Is Duke in men's shoes yet? (laughs) Not yet, no. (laughs) He is finally, we've got him out of the rain boots full time. There for a while, it was like that was the only shoe he would wear. (laughs) He just always wanted to wear the rain boots? Like Big Daddy. Well, he could put them on himself, too. So we Mm -hmm. didn't mind it, but we figured out the Velcro. We're practicing for school. Because his school starts... uh, either I think a week from tomorrow? Uh, JCPS starts tomorrow? Oh, man. So you're saying that... People's oh. social media pages are going to be Kid City USA. Oh, it's oh, yeah. exhausting. And also, just get ready for uh, traffic tomorrow. If you're commuting tomorrow, it's going to be, just give yourself some extra time. Buses, everything's just a lot more chaotic that first few days of school. Regarding the pictures, TJ, I, I never really minded them, but it seems like the last two or three years, we not only get morning pictures before they get on the bus, but then we get pictures when they get home, too. Kids enjoyed their first day. Can't wait to hear all about it. Oh, man, you got some weird friends then, Scoots. No, I mean, I saw so many posts about morning and afternoon on the first day. I was, I'm, I'm mm. cool. People post whatever they want. I, uh, I just don't know if I'll do the little chalkboard thing. Like, <laughs> favorite color. What do you want to be when you grow up? Yeah, like it's just, yeah. Sometimes I see the just, kid. I'm like, there's no way that kid said that he wanted to be <laughs> an yeah. astronaut. Can't even talk. A, a picture's just fine in their little <laughs> uniform. Like that's cool. My mom would like. I just remember like, oh, she actually was able to get us all corralled for a picture this year. Like success. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna see a lot of the, We're gonna see a lot of all of this coming up over the next few weeks. Ex- exciting times, though. Uh, I'm not. I'm not there yet. Like Lucy's just a year-round sort of deal, so there's not anything really new there. Not yet, though. That'll that'll change. It's been big at our house because we've been practicing a new bedtime. Because he's going to be a big boy, so Dad's not going to lay down with him when he goes to sleep. So that's 
we're, we're baby steps. I'm, I'm now sitting in the chair until he falls asleep in the room. So once hmm. we're, we're going to slowly get our way out of the room, that's going to be a big <laughs> one. How long Dad's until... Dad's going to stand in the door in the door frame. <laughs> <laughs> How long until you fall asleep in the chair like you did in the bed? I, I It's not a recliner. Oh, so okay. I, so you'll be good. But, the, but it has been big, though, because like I can't at least just do the thing where I mess around on my phone for a while. Like I'll get on the message board or, you know, whatever it might be. Like I, I'm not just being completely unproductive. So yeah, we're, something. Make the grocery list, right? Like I can at least do that now. We're lucky. We can we can just put her in her crib and leave. Although I'm very curious when we're done with the crib how all that's going to go. I'm hopeful. I think what we're eventually going to do is just have the boys like we have a queen bed. Like all right, y'all are sharing a bed. Like go do you know? Yeah. <laughs> like you, you all, you're in charge of each other. You got this. That- may, maybe two will help them. Uh, Sleep better until they start like knocking each other off. The bed. Well, I was gonna That's say true. that that'll only work till we're about fifteen. Yeah, they outgrow their beds. I don't beds. think yeah. they're gonna probably be sleeping in the queen beds together when they're fifteen. <laughs> you know, my wife and her sister they that was till the other one, the older her older sister got out of high school. Really, they yeah. slept in the same bed. Yeah, they shared a queen bed. I, I feel the... like that's unique. Well, it, I it might be in the same bed, but sharing the same room is not. Share the same room, yeah. My brother and I shared the same room until like fifth grade. Would you? Would you rather? I hated sharing a room, personally. Yeah, I didn't. Maybe there was a time I did like it, and I just don't remember it. But I did not like sharing a room. I was also older brother, so I was like, "Ooh, I I get to move to the basement," and that was a very. Mm -hmm. I had it built up in my brain because my parents both lived in the basement when they were. Growing up, so uh-huh. like I had it as like a oh, this is when you become like this is the next step, yeah. a, a rite of passage, if you will, was moving to the basement. So like I, I very much wanted that. I will say when we moved to the new house, my brother was like, "I'll take the smallest room. I'll be going to college in a couple of years. You all can have the bigger rooms." Wow, very but big of him. It, it, maybe the the most mature thing he ever did in his life. But the like room size difference was minuscule, not significant. Did, did you spend Secondly, a lot of time in your room either? Like I, I, I yeah. maybe. Probably. Really? Yeah, I had my video games up there. So sometimes I was about to say that was the only thing that would keep me like that made the basement cool is I no longer had to play video games on like the family room TV and hog it. Yeah. Like I had like a old box TV from nineteen ninety eight, maybe know, earlier. I can see you know, I can see it. Yeah. That's where he's like, All right, I'll play PlayStation and I'll be I'll be good. But I did I clicked on one ad for like one of those consoles that has all the classic video games, so now I get them all the time mm. now. But I do think that might be end up being a move where it's like I'll play video games if they're the old good ones. Maybe you can get the kids on them. That's what I mean, especially I if they like kids. Mario Kart. Oh yeah, yeah, or Mario just in general. In general, yeah. yeah. And those games are good. They're they're kind of hard too. Like, it's true, it's true. But I just I, I had a well, they're not old enough. But I, I remember being like six or seven though, and just playing. The Lion King video game, oh, and yeah. just being like, oh, one of the this is my this is my challenge for the next like the weekend. Yeah. Like I'm figuring out this game, and yeah, you'd go into get video games. That was back before you know, like now it's Call of Duty, and it's just different versions of Call of Duty. Oh yeah, and yeah. Madden, it's just different mm-hmm. versions of Madden. Back then, you'd get some video games that wouldn't make multiple versions. Some did, but like Lion King, you had no idea how to play. Yeah. You just Bought it, push, push, you figured push, push, out how to play, yeah. and then like by the end of it, you were just like, "This is." I remember the the final boss. Do you so Scar you beat on the it? Big Mountain with the. Oh yeah, I beat it. 
Wow. The ending was so cool, too. Like they, No, they, so, fun story. I actually They actually re-released that on PlayStation probably two, three years ago, and, and it came with Jungle Book. So I played both of those as a kid, and I was like, all right, let me get this. It was like 10 bucks. I knew they had an Aladdin. That I had cool. ne- Oh, Aladdin was part of it as well. So I had never beat Lion King as a kid. Ooh. So it was my goal as an adult. I was going to play this game, and I was going to beat it. And it took me months, but I finally freaking did it. Isn't the ending so the cool? The ending is cool. Very yeah. awesome. Yeah. And then there's uh, this was when I was older. I was in, I think, seventh or eighth grade. But there was a video. I've talked about it on the show before. The video game called Rome. And that one I did not beat. But that was my favorite video game of all time. You were like this like Roman gladiator that escaped. It was almost like loosely based on the movie Gladiator. And you just had to, it was almost like a, it was like almost Grand Theft Auto, but like in a Roman setting where you could just go like walk around, do challenges, but there was an overlying theme to the game or storyline to the game. That one was awesome too. If anybody remembers that one, that was a great, great video game. <laughs> Talking favorite video games yeah. here on Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Uh, we're not really, but we do get sidetracked from time to time. We're going to head on over to the Thornton Sex Line, 502-414-1450. Surely we won't get off track here. Yeah, our texters are Wait, I'm waiting right for back. this Devin Leary news. I'm on pins and needles over here. Mm-hmm. You have to wait a little longer. It's going to be so <laughs> underwhelming. <laughs> I mean, there's no way. There's nothing. I, unless I had some like secret inside scoop about his personal life, there's nothing that I could say <laughs> that would be worth a two-day tease at this point. <laughs> I'm so I'm close to just punting on the whole take. A texter on the Thornton Sex Line. So Vanderbilt is literally going to be playing a high school for this upcoming season due to construction? No, Texter, that was fake. It's a fake tweet. I do love, though, that everybody thought that that could be so real because it's Vanderbilt football. Procon High School, that's where uh, they wouldn't Barry play. Brown went to school. What kind of gave it away, though, is that they wouldn't play it at a high school. They would school. go to Nissan Stadium. They'd, yeah. Even though Tennessee State's also there. But they would just go. They have an NFL stadium in town. Tennessee State plays at Nissan? Yep. Really? I mean, they did uh, – in recent years, huh. uh, I don't think that's changed. Good for them. A.D. George coaching the H- traditional HBCU, and I didn't know—I didn't realize that it's uh, where we had to park for media days was kind of by the Capitol area. It was like a garage, and they'd shuttle you over. But yeah, that's Tennessee State's right by the downtown Capitol building. Hmm. Texter says, so Mike, did you ever find a scramble team? I just sent that over. Did he answer that, Scoots? Did you hear yesterday? I did not hear that answer, Okay, no. we need to know if Mike's on our team or if he's bringing his own team. Okay. I mean, I would He's like, not going to bring his own team. He's just going to join a team. I'd, why? That's just how he's going to do it. <laughs> I understand, understand the words, but like, why? Like, I don't hey, know. friends, do you want to play <laughs> golf together? I don't think it's very hard to recruit a golf scramble team. Because I was... Yeah, I don't think it's impossible, but different. It's not not easy for everybody. They may not have a ton of golfers in their Heck, life. Heck, knowing what I know now, have them get Kenny Klein. <laughs> Glad we got beer now, so I don't have to penguin walk holding the undercarriage tight into Kroger Field for a game. That's graphic. Anyways, what's the deal on the U of L media screaming bloody murder over realignment? Is it because they for sure know they'd be on the outside looking in for a super conference? And TJ, make sure to stop in Capitol Grill right next to the White House. Good staple of DC serves from pretty good old fashions. Is that the Capitol Grill that's just in Louisville? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oxford is it's a big White House. Uh, the uh no, that's what it is. Is Louisville's Louisville's very sensitive to realignment because they've been in one, two, three, 
five conferences. I think they've been in five conferences in my lifetime. Metro, Conference USA, Big East, AAC, and ACC. So, yeah, that's five. And then it was Ohio Valley, not one before the Metro. So, uh, that, that's what it is. They're just triggered by conference realignment. Well, and and they know they'd get left behind. Well, it's also probably they're, they feel like they're in their best position they've been conference-wise in a really long time. I mean, the ACC seems oh, steady, ever. and now that it's going to crumble. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that's always been Louisville's thing is every time they get to a conference and they think, oh, we've made it. Like, they haven't. Because they thought that with the Big East as well. And in the early years of the Big East, their bas- the Big East basketball was at its best at that time, in my opinion. Um, and then football. I think it's probably at its best now. They had some fun. Uh, th- those are fun games between West Virginia, Rutgers. Uh, mm-hmm. Pitt. Rutgers may get the number one and two basketball recruits. By the way, crazy. No shot. There's a big profile that I'm halfway through right now on uh, uh, the Athletic about how Rutgers was the worst conference realignment decision ever. Uh, they were Missouri Valley, not Ohio Valley Conference. Excuse me. Shout out Dugan for that information. Uh, but uh, Rutgers is two hundred forty million dollars in debt. They finished one thirty in the Directors Cup, and they have um, ten fewer wins than the in league play than the next closest team mm. during their time there. So, a lot of losing, a lot of losing. Scoots, they already have the number two player committed, and Dylan Harper's 100% predicted to go there. Is that Ron Harper's brother? Is Dylan Harper Ron Harper's brother? Yeah. Is Does Ron Harper have a brother that's a recruit? I have no idea. Who he's asking? Because Ron Harper Jr. was there and he was good. Then, so that yeah, that's why, that's why I'm asking, because it oh, makes sense at that point. Okay, I don't know. I'm not from. I'm not even all that familiar with Dylan Harper because he wasn't ever really on UK's radar. Who's the number two player? The Ace Bailey kid. Mm. Sweet Ace name. Bailey sounds like a really, character his, in a real name's book. Ari, his real name's Arius Bailey, which is probably cooler. Uh, I think Ace is cooler. A I R I O U S. Okay, spelling it like that. Uh, yeah, you have might an be air right. in yeah. your own name as a basketball yeah, player. Yeah, you're right. It's pretty sweet. But I bet some coach couldn't say Arius, so he just called him Ace. Like he sounded like he was saying A, so that's what it became. Yeah, that could be it. But I, I, Dylan I, Dylan Harper, he's down to Duke, IU, and Rutgers. Really? And yeah, he's Ron Harper's son. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Huh. He. Well, he won't go to Rutgers, then. he wants to forge his own path. And I'm thinking to myself, Ron like, I, I want this kid to go to Rutgers. I don't want him to go to Duke, certainly. And oh my gosh, if he goes to IU, IU fans are going to be horribly obnoxious. So we don't want that either. Rutgers seems like a safe play. But Rutgers fans figured out on his IU visit, I need to find this tweet and tweet it out. Rutgers won at Assembly Hall last year, right? They did. Yeah. We can't be Rutgers. And who's the guy who dominated um, in that game? It was Once the, you say the name, I'm going to know it. It was the little white guy that no, transferred. No, it wasn't him. It was like number 24. He was their combo guard, who I think also transferred for what it was worth. Oh but, my gosh, why am I blanking? And you on can that find name. the box score. It's not important. But anyways, after the game, you know they celebrated as you would winning at a place like IU, and this number one recruit, Dylan Harper, on his IU visit, he did the same poses that the Rutgers guy did. Ron Harper Jr. His brother had 19 points while celebrating. So his brother. So it is his brother. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. He had 19 points. So he did the same he had a three po- with 2.1 seconds left. He did the same poses his brother did in celebration 
in IU uniform <laughs> during his recruiting picture. So he totally trolled IU, and nobody knew it until like now. Yeah. Okay, yeah, sorry. I've been out of the recruiting game, so I don't know the brother storylines. I hardly even keep up with it. So apologies for that. Thank you, Roush, for yeah. clarifying and correcting. Hey, well, you and know all... who Dylan Harper is. I didn't. I never even heard that name until today. We're we're out of the we're out of the basketball recruiting game for sure. It wasn't Ron Harper that tore us up. Yeah, it was. It was. Okay. Roush yeah, just points. he just confirmed it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did he transfer? Or is he no, he's done? just done. Okay, I think he was uh, even a fifth year guy. Maybe. He's got a two way contract with the Raptors. He was a lot of fun at Rutgers. Rutgers has been fun with uh, Pekyle, Greg, who coached against Kentucky at Stony Brook in the NCAA tournament. Is that right? I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Say his name again, Roush. I, I don't know why I said Pekyle. <laughs> tough as nails, Pekyle. Pike. Pike. <laughs> I don't know. I just uh, know Rothstein, tough as nails. I'll see if I can find. So that makes sense that it was his brother that he was doing his brother's moves. Got all the right moves. And I mean, they're from Jersey as well. Yeah. Well, Don hey, if you don't go to Duke and you don't go to IU, fine by me. Mm-hmm. Another texter on the Thornton's text line says. Color, oh, let's let's continue with the realignment talk for just a, a brief second because the ACC is thinking about adding Cal and Stanford, and I guess that's where they left it. They're not. It wasn't like they were expected to add Cal and Stanford, but it also wasn't that they were totally uninterested in both those. They had a meeting. They're 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 thinking about the possibility of adding those two schools, and this is the one that I think is probably the most head-scratching of all of the realignment moves up to this point. The Hey, but it'd give L finally a chance to beat Cal. Hey. Hey, there's the, did, the only was, team that was worse than Cal five basketball last year. That was the only part of the Rutherford show I heard yesterday was he was like, oh, if Cal joins the ACC, that's the joke all the UK fans are going to make. And they were like, we can't have it happen for that reason, which is actually kind of funny. But uh, I just wanted to throw a, a tip of the cap because we will be making that joke. Yeah, yeah. University presidents would love to say that they're in the same league as Stanford and Cal. Then they could go to Napa Valley and like be like, ooh, you're so smart. Ooh, yeah, you're so smart. Let's drink wine. <laughs> um, they would love that prestige that would come with being associated with Stanford and Cal. But... Why? Especially, you think about it from Stanford's perspective, they would come in and whoop everybody's ass in all the other sports. So you're inviting, you're inviting them to just kick your ass in. Like, like I guess maybe them in Virginia would be good competition. And I don't know, Stanford good at locks. They're probably good at locks. I don't know if they even play lacrosse. Yeah, they'd have to. I, I always, I always think of them as being good at the wa- like water polo. For whatever reason, but they, they are good at water polo. But yeah, Stanford's very good in all of the Olympic sports. Mm-hmm. So they would just be inviting a couple teams that don't matter from a major sports perspective, but could dominate your all of your other sports. And you're thousand three thousand miles away. It would, it, I think I, the travel stuff to this can get overblown and overplayed from time to time, but that one is. Like, if you're Stanford and Cal, you play each other, but then every other game, the is closest it? is Louisville. I mean, and that's a four-hour 
It's not Flight, like Palo Alto and Cal- uh, and Berkeley are huge metropolitan hubs too. So and you can even how make long the you case. Go to the airport from there, like you know, it's and like the new Big Ten. You know, Oregon will get to play Washington, and then the LA schools, which is still no easy flight necessarily. But then you get like Nebraska, which is only kind of split in the country. You do have some insanely long travel, obviously, but it's not all insanely long travel. And this is what the Cal Stanford thing would do. But that stuff gets overblown. A little bit. This just almost seems like Stanford and Cal are desperate for anything, which is understandable for the, their standpoint. But if you're the ACC, I don't really understand it. I, I, yeah, and that's why I felt like some of the initial reports, it was just like, we're going to have a meeting because we feel like we need to talk about it and we're not in a position of strength right now. Will this help us get more solid footing and realignment? And I don't... I guess just a strength in numbers sort of deal, but you all, you also for, have to think that like they would all this some of this feels temporary. No, oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, because here's here's the other part you got to factor into the Big Ten's TV deal that is driving a lot of this. It's it's not a long term TV deal. It's kind of a short term one. So that's going to be five years. I feel like the Big Twelves is kind of similar. So like if if. I know they would get behind financially, but like if you're Cal and Stanford, you can just play the independent game for a few years and then figure out what's next or do the Mountain West and get out of that quickly. But I, I am kind of with you, at least on that perspective, TJ, where it doesn't feel like the only the only leagues that are locked into long-term deals right now are the SEC and uh, the ACC with their grant of rights through 2036 or whatever the hell it is. So I don't know. I don't get it. But if they did, it would be – it would be pretty hilarious. The Cal Golden Bears in the Atlantic Coastal Conference. Yeah, it'd be weird. It'd be strange. But I, I think uh, if you're Cal and Stanford, I guess you just really feel like you're between a rock and a hard place. At least there's a bit of prestige in the ACC, but it just obviously doesn't make any sort of sense doing that. And then the other side is, well, geographic sense, the Mountain West makes a ton of sense. It it probably makes more sense than the Pac-12 did, or equal sense, I suppose. But it's the Mountain West. They were talking on the Rutherford show, a California team should just start their own conference. Yeah, they're not going to do that. But they should. Why? But they clearly don't want to do that. Exactly. UCLA and USC said, we're getting out of here, and we're going to the Big Ten. And that kind of started the dominoes with all of this stuff. Another texter on the Thornton's text line says, Colorado has the best quarterback in history, apparently. Yeah, he hasn't thrown an interception in camp yet, Roush. I can't believe that somebody actually reported that. Is that Shader? Yeah, Shader Sanders had 22 touchdowns, zero interceptions in fall camp. Who? who? <laughs> Scoots, I retweeted that tweet, by the way, to really just steam your IU biscuits there. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, please right. steam, the, steam away those biscuits. But that... It's just so funny that that is actually like stats are being reported. It's one thing if you have stats from a scrimmage, you say, yeah, you know, he was he threw for two hundred yards and led three touchdown drives in their scrimmage. Okay, but to say that through fall camp, twenty two touchdowns, zero interceptions. Okay, right, fine, sure, have fun with that. Have fun with that. A texter says Colorado's going to get their teeth kicked in by TCU, right? Col- who Colorado? Colorado and TCU. They were going to move that to week zero. But no, it's I, I week bet. One. I bet Colorado makes it somewhat entertaining. Should I don't think bet. they're. I don't think they're going to get their teeth kicked in. You know who got their teeth kicked in was TCU in the national championship game. Oh gosh, that was a good old fashioned keep teeth kicking. 
kicking yeah. teeth. A texture says, Jeff Goodbum blocked me after crying in my DMs yesterday about Kansas losing and Kentucky winning Global Jam. Well, you got to send pictures of the DMs. Rules is rules. Have you ever, like, DM somebody to be like, hey, stop, stop being mean? No. Or why are you, you know... Usually it's the other way around. Have you ever like tried to human like humanize a bully? People have tried to do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I have never I've never done it. I'll reach out to some people via DMs, but it's usually just completely unrelated. To... Also, the last the last most recent time I tried to do that, um, it said that I've got to be Twitter blue to send the DM that they probably won't read. Mm. Like, oh, okay. Who's who's done it to you? Uh, one of them is I'm very vocally, and I actually met him at Media Days this year. Uh, Brad Crawford from Twenty Four Seven, huge oh. South Carolina guy that's actually national and does like he'll do like quarterback rankings, uh, SEC rankings, and South Carolina is always ahead of Kentucky, and it's about a lot. And I'm always like, oh, you'll never believe where Brad Crawford put them, <laughs> and I don't tag him in tweets, and then he'll just be like, dude, what's your problem, man? I'm like, you, this is my problem. You just, you're a South Carolina guy. You won't admit it. And we go back and forth on Twitter DMs, and then I met him in person. Uh, while we were, t- I was talking to a mutual friend of ours, apparently, and he just came up, and so I had to do the like, oh hey, Nick Roush. And he looked at my tag, and I'm like, yeah, I'm the guy that's always busting you up on Twitter. And he's like, oh okay, good to meet you. You know, and he wow, sounds like an awkward interaction. <laughs> he's not enough. Like he seems like a nice enough guy, but like we disagree on takes. It's nothing personal. Just, just takes. It is just takes. all it's fair. It's not love re- and takes. Yeah, it's kind of embarrassing. He DM'd you though. All is fair, too, when you go to Salsaritas and you've got the Salsaritas mm. app because they're gonna, you're going to save some money, you're going to get some Salsaritas bucks, and you're going to have the best fresh Mexican food this side of the Mississippi and Ohio. It's it's the best of the best. Fresh, made right in front of you every day. They've got the marinated meats, the spicy salsa, the fresh guacamole. Fresh, it's so good. It's not in their name. That's salsa. The salsa is so good. It's in their name. Salsaria has two locations, one in Middletown as a drafter and one on Hubbard's Lane in St. Matthews. Check them out today. Salsaritas, simply the best. Celebrate Taco Tuesday with Salsaritas. It's the best Taco Tuesday. We'll be back. One final segment. Kentucky Roll Call oh, coming up on God. Big X Sports Radio. Just I don't ever wanna, I don't ever wanna be you. Don't wanna be just like you. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. (laughs) When he was asked why he wanted to go to Rutgers by Ari Wasserman from The Athletic, he said, everybody remembers the first person to do something. They remember the first person to land on the moon. No way. That's great. We landed on the moon. Oh, somebody should tell him that Rutgers has been playing football for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) I think on their end zone it says, first college football program. We mentioned that we're going to have Shady Rays at the Big X Scramble. You can email BigXScramble at Yahoo.com to lock in your spot. You can go to Big, or you can go to ShadyRays.com and use promo code BigX to lock in your 25% off discount. We love Shady Rays, best polarized sunglasses in America and all the world, as a matter of fact. Check them out today. Use that promo code BigX for 25% off. 
All right, we got more texts to get to here on the Thornton's text line. We talked realignment. Yep. Oh, we need to talk Devin Lear. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In all seriousness, the only like watching his highlight tapes, Roush. It he doesn't really rely on having to make difficult throws. It seems like most of his success at NC State was pretty basic stuff, where I felt like more times than. I shouldn't say more times than not, but I almost felt like that's a little bit what separated Will Levis is he could make these crazy throws, but sometimes Will Levis struggled more with just the basic routes. You know, just throw it to your guy on a slant and don't maybe throw it a million miles per hour. And there'd be kind of basic post routes that sometimes is where Levis would struggle with interceptions. But he's also somebody that could just out of nowhere, sling his arm and the ball goes 70 yards, unlike anybody we've seen at UK. You know, Jared Lorenzen obviously had a cannon. Devin Leary, I I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. It's just something that stood out from probably, you know, 45 minutes of highlights, however long it was, give or take a few minutes. It just seemed like most of his throws were... 10, 15, he made longer throws, but it wasn't, it was normally, you know, smart decisions from what I saw, not, not throwing it into double coverage. If he ever throws kind of Hail Mary balls, it's one-on-one with his receiver, which that's good. If he can find Dane Key or Barry and Brown and one-on-one, I'm fine with him chucking it up. I guess I was just, you, you, you know, you think about, one of the better quarterbacks in the SEC, you'd be expecting some of these like back shoulder, insanely through traffic. And it just seemed like he made just easy, easy throws. I take it as a good thing. I think Liam Cohen's going to put him in positions just to have guys open and just get the ball to those guys. But I, I was a little surprised with this highlight tape that it wasn't like, it just didn't scream this is a future NFL quarterback who's threading the needle. Instead, it was just – it almost just looked like pitch and catch in some instances, like yeah. very simplistic well, stuff. And that's because he can read the defense. And as Liam That's Cohen, what you're chalking it up to. I like what, that. And that's – as Liam Cohen put it, Will like to have kind of play action, max protect, um, and then get the – push the ball down the field, whereas – the word he used, Leary, Devin Leary's a little bit more surgical. He's used to being in a spread, kind of picking off defenses. And it was, it was fun being out there and practicing and watching him just look off a route on one side of the field while the guy on the other side that he was really wanting to go to got down, got Which his is route open. something Levis never did. Yeah. He I mean, looked down he, his receivers a little too much. Exactly. So I, I think that's what you want to chalk it up to. Um, but, like, a lot of that, too, is, like, how open are guys going to be in this league versus in that one? That's a good there's, point. There's going to be an adjustment period. So, um, that that's that's why a lot of this goes back to part of the reason why I'm so confident in this being successful. It's, it's less about, like, the physical and more the mental with him and Cohen and having three games to really get warmed up and get this thing going. I don't know how much they're going to show, but you know at least they're going to be comfortable in what they're going to be doing by then. And the offense already looks like a much cleaner product than it looked at any point under Rich Gangarella. That's good. I mean, it was just all 
complex, convoluted, and just. Also, was crazy. a little bit surprised with how much he ran. Yeah, you know, he's a good athlete back there. Just if if he didn't see something he liked, he'd he'd take off and. Even in some of the highlight videos, which you don't always see, like him just getting blindsided or nailed or drilled. He even took some hits, though, like positive yards, good plays, but he took some hits. It's going to make me nervous each and every time he runs just because you feel like UK's entire season is just totally synced up with that yep. guy's health. Yep. But he, he, if he doesn't like what he sees, he doesn't seem like a dude, Roush, that's going to to force a lot. If we uh, give Devin time, we'll be fine. Is that was that the line that Cortland Ford had? I just I love the line he gave Luckett where because he's switching from left tackle to right tackle and he said it's like wiping with your other hand. <laughs> Quote machine, Cortland Ford. Wiping with your other hand is incredibly difficult. That's what I mean. Is that what is he saying? I don't know. Is he saying like, that? I as, hope not. But has he ever had to wipe with his other hand? Because anybody that has will know that it is something you difficult. take for granted. But. Unless you're ambidextrous. But I think it's also one thing that feels very weird the first time, but you would get used to it pretty quickly. And if you've ever gotten in a three-point stance and had to work on it, like I – that was something I never did until my junior year of high school, but by the end of it, I actually enjoyed getting – having my hand in a left-handed stance more than a right by the time it was over with. So I think that – I mean, that is a lot of it. And the other part of it is just getting natural to thinking what the calls are on the other side. Like you're just so used to taking your first step with this foot. So it, it's a lot of it. It's just going to be repping it out of him in this camp. Um, but I think the way Luckett put it too, have a sense that th- this might be just a one-year deal for him at right tackle before kicking gotcha. back over to left once Cox goes to the league. It's a very confusing quote though. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you have but any fun. takes on the Kentucky Little League team? Pretty Matt, cool. Matt Schlarman. Yeah, pretty cool to see a Shorman 65 out there. But the actual action from the game, see how it ended? <laughs> so this is crazy. I was at the office, and I saw that somebody had tweeted about it, and I saw that Schlarman was involved. And I was like, all right, well, I've got YouTube TV at the office. I'll, I'll, I'll flick it on real quick and see. And literally, I watched the sixth inning, and I was like, all right, well, sweet. All Kentucky needs is three outs, and they win this game. Indiana took the lead yeah. within, like, Two minutes of me watching, and I was like, that's just you, my luck. You were being a real jinxy cat. So I turned it off and had no idea that they won until I saw a tweet later in the day. I think it was Drew Franklin's tweet later yeah. uh, saying that they won. I was like, no way, they won. Oh, sweet. So good. I was happy to see it. Yeah. What was the not, score? They won on a walk-off, didn't they? Yeah, so they – Walk-off they were, wild pitch. They were winning, gave up, fell behind by two, um, and then there was a two-run double or something like that. They walked Sharman to get the bases loaded, and then had a wild pitch and lost on a walk-off wild pitch. So what was the final? 7-6. Oh, okay. I think it was 4-2 when I was watching. Love uh, Kentucky wearing just blue and white. Really just, Mm -hmm. that's that's our favorite colors, baby, blue and white. So that was an elimination game. I think the odds are still kind of stacked against Kentucky. They got to win two in a row. They have to beat Ohio, and then they have to beat Illinois. Would they have to beat Illinois twice, or is the championship game just like a one that I don't know. But no, they, it's double. Every team has to lose twice. But I, mean, I don't you think you don't think it'd be very fair. To but I don't know Illinois. That they just need to. Illinois is in the win. They're in the championship. So, so they'd have to beat them twice. Okay. Yeah. 
Ohio's already beaten Kentucky 6 nothing, which sent Kentucky to the loser's bracket. So uh, To the Gulag? So Kentucky Little League, get hot, make it to Williamsport. Where are they from? Do we know? Oh, Lexington. Lexington. Oh, okay. Lexington East. Well, that makes sense with Shalarman. Yep. What's, uh, wait, didn't we have one more thing we needed to get to, TJ? I feel like there was one other big tease that was really inconsequential that we needed to get to. The Thornton Sex Line, we got plenty to go there. Yeah, we do got plenty to go there. Uh, 502 414 is the number. Guys, I'm a stray wildcat living in South Georgia, and I'm tired of Kentucky building a new strength against the dogs. What are the odds we get one of them in the next three years? You're tired of the losing streak? Against Georgia. Oh. Um, I don't know. Georgia's Probably not just, good. They're yeah. the, they're the best team in college football right now. So Yeah, it's very tough. And, and that's the that's you, the beauty and the frustrating part about the whole thing. You could feel it in 2016 when they didn't get that win. You're like, well, not sure when they're going to have a chance like this ever again. And Benny Snell, he tried to will the team in that final drive, couldn't punch it in the end zone. They had to settle for a field goal to tie the game, and then Rodrigo Blankenship went down and kicked a game winner. Um, it, it felt like that was your best opportunity to get him for a while. Man, that rain game was frustrating, too. It felt like Kentucky oh, could have. just holds on to that ball in mm-hmm. the end zone. I feel like everything kind of changes if that happens. But uh, it's the it's the good and the bad thing about it. The bad thing is they're one of the – they are the best program in the country right now. You're competing against them. They're better than you because they're better than literally everybody. They won the national championship game by a million points. The good thing is, if you can get them, then that means you're at the you're the top dogs. It means you're at the the big kid table. If you can get them, it doesn't. I mean, Kentucky can realistically compete for national championships in football. They're not there yet, but that's the goal. So, uh, the Shrey Wildcat in South Georgia, hang hang strong. And cats have been knocking on the door. You just need the a right team, a special moment to be able to to put it through. And that's what's going to happen against Alabama this year. Kentucky's definitely gotten the respect of Georgia fans, um, but they're yeah. It almost ticks me off a little bit, though. Right. It almost seems like they like they like us because they know we're not overly threatening. But it's like it's a good. It's going to be a hard nosed game, and there's going to be a moment where Georgia fans get get a little worried in it. Hmm. Um. Curious how they Stoops said that he doesn't think the clock rules are going to change things too much. Kind of like how I feel with Texas A and M basketball. Like I don't hate Buzz Williams. I don't just, really hate them. Be a hard out. Yeah. And like Kentucky's had a lot of success since A and M has joined the league. But I don't really consider them all that threatening. That's probably why I like them. Like I hate Tennessee, but Tennessee's had kind of Kentucky's number from time to time. Not this past season though, baby. Sweep you very much. Texter on the Thornton text line says they were U23 teams. I think I said 20X. Yeah, thank you. Kentucky played U20 teams. Wait. No, they were U23. I think the Kentucky, the Kentucky teams that UK played in Global Jam, what were they? U23. They were? Oh. Yeah, because Antonio Reeves played, and he wouldn't have been able to if it was U20. Oh, that's a good point. I thought maybe. I, well, whatever number we said. You had it right, TJ. You said 20. It was 25. Uh, yeah, I thought it was 20. Okay. Because U twenty was where Zvonimir Ivicic was. Uh, that's where he was playing in that the FIBA twenty under twenty World Cup is where he popped. It is under twenty three. Thank, gotcha. We're all we're all squared away. Yeah. Would you rather the SEC add Miami, UNC, F- FSU, or Virginia Tech, Virginia and Clemson? Okay, this is on. easy. 
Miami, UNC, and FSU, or Virginia Tech, Virginia, and Clemson. Definitely the former. Miami, UNC, and FSU. That's where I'm at, too. Why would you add three? Why not? Yeah, I think adding three would be a weird number. <laughs> you don't add three. You it's an odd three. number. You'd add two. And if I'm if if Greg's saying he's picking two, he's picking North Carolina and Virginia. I'll just tell you where their their priorities are. I don't Virginia? Care where yours are. Yeah, yeah. Getting that you get in that state. I think UNC and FSU are in the SEC. They got someday. a lot of clout. Maybe Virginia too, but I think UNC and FSU are going to be in the SEC. Did we someday. ever mention too that the Saudis are probably going to try to bankroll Florida State out of ACC? It's a, well, I know that they were talking with like Chase Bank or somebody. They basically said we're open for investment, and which is if there's bagging, a, if there was a college, the Saudis, if there was a college football program to do it, it's Free Shoes University. It would be Florida State. Yeah. Just be like Saudis. Yeah, you guys are in. Come on, we'll get you a place in Tallahassee but right the, next to the governor. The thing though is like the the part that fascinates me about that is that there's not a suitor who is. Publicly, maybe maybe the SEC is courting them privately, but like what they might have to do to get out of their league might make them unattractive to the next league. You know, who's to say that the Big Ten or the SEC wants to do business with a school that can only get into your league by getting funds from the Saudis? Yeah, but you know, who cares? You you trust those universities to run? Like you don't worry what they do with their finances. No, no, SEC doesn't care what the what UK does with their. SEC money, right? You know, like but you, because it's not from the Saudis, they don't have to care though. That's where I think like Greg Sankey, if if it's publicly known that the public investment fund is the reason why Florida State is able to get out of the league, like if it goes down that road, I could see Sankey taking the moral high ground and saying, "No, Florida State, we don't want you." I don't know if that'd be the right I don't call. I'm not State saying it'd is... be the wrong call. I don't know if it'd be the right call though. Then who would stop Florida State to say like, "All right, if you all are gonna." kind of blackball us from conferences, then we are going to we'll just take all the Saudi money and we'll get every recruit that we want. Like then deal with it would us be a in fascinating the fascinating experiment, wouldn't it? It would be wild. Did we just then you're asking the, teenagers to make take moral high grounds, which they shouldn't. You shouldn't have to like decide if you're moral. I think there's gonna be like a lot of people from East St. Louis and all over the country that are gonna say yes. You're going to give me $2.5 million to play two years of college football at Florida State? I mean, look how many guys left PGA Tour for the live for that same reason. Oh, yeah. And they were adults. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And Who had already made lots of money. So, like, of course, all over the country, people are going to be like, I, 16, 17-year-olds, I just need to sign here, go play in Tallahassee, Florida, with the Florida State student body. Sure. Fine. I guess I'll sign up with the Saudis. You're right, Roush. It is going to be fascinating. A texter says, John here. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, KRC crew here. And you talk about betting this morning. Gets me excited to throw a little bit of banana stand money around myself. However, every year I usually end up breaking even. So I feel like it's all for nothing. Tell me, does any of the crew have any tips they would like to share so I can make a profit this season? I'll be betting on all football and basketball, pros and college. We've got to go talk to you later. Troy, Troy overwins. John, if you're breaking even, that is winning. That is winning. It means you're having. It means you're just not losing, having fun betting. Yeah, I would that's, also that's say winning. the uh, the other thing too is, I, and I'll still do it from time to time. Um, but just don't, you know, pick like four games you like. You don't need to bet them all. That's where I got in trouble early on, trying to just. That's where most young bettors get in trouble yeah, you, early you just, on. If the game's on TV, you feel like you need to bet it. Like no, just pick like three or four games you really like on the weekend and ride with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, another texture says, "Oh wait, we got we've read those. We read those. 
How about the old boyfriend's new wife or girlfriend? Quote, unquote, it's her dying wish. That's a good point. Be awkward. That, that's that, that's a whole other side of that, Scoots, is just like, what is that? The, old, that the, old, the old ex-boyfriend, how does he take it? Does yeah. the ex-boyfriend, too, also want to get with a dying woman? That's another thing, too. Well, she's not wheelchair-ridden yet, she's, so she's still... By all appearances, is normal. She's and not dying. I, I watched a movie this weekend uh, that I think it was on Hulu, where their old rich aunt is dying, and all of these kids are trying to the, the nieces and nephews are trying to get her money, her inheritance money. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the women, she's trying to like, she's trying to get her husband to like hook up with him. Mm. Like it's her dying wish. She just wants. <laughs> Come on, just close your eyes and imagine it. Did you like it? It was it was okay. It wasn't great, but it was okay. By the way, whoever it had the, Ron Livingston and David Duchovny in it, they were funny. Anna Faris, Faris, she was funny. Yeah, yeah, some good. It people. Sounds like a good crew. Yeah. The uh, whoever the texter was who recommended the Detroiters. Good. Awesome. Yeah. Like we're almost done with it. So sad that show only had two seasons. That's really it's really fun. I really like not the the uh, the black guy in it that says like sidekick. That's also in a lot of I think you should leave. I don't know what his name is, but he's he's very funny to me. Yeah, he um, is. Uh, I just don't know his name. Uh, he 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 is really really good. He was also in uh, Veep, wasn't he? Yeah, and maybe I think he's also been in the uh, a couple of the movies with um, uh, that the, the Jordan Peele's done. I think he's oh yeah, in some of those. Sam Richardson. Sam Richardson. He's uh, he's just very funny to me. I agree. Um, and I think he did Date Night or one of those murder mystery type movies that, and I just enjoyed. He's he's just a fun guy, character. Ken Griffey Jr. Major League Baseball was such an amazing baseball game for its time. It oh, was. Oh man, was playing fun. with the Mariners was a cheat code though. I was pretty good at that game. I love playing also at Fenway, just bombing them over was the that, monster. Was that that was the game where every home run he hit went five hundred or one feet, right? Yeah, yeah. and it would just. <laughs> I like the one came off the bat hot. I like yeah. the one the MVP baseball. It would sound like a rocket hit the ball when you hit it really good. It would just whoosh. Scoots tuned in late. So sorry if you mentioned. Curious to see if there was a trilogy to your dreams last night. There was not, unfortunately. It, the series was only two nights. <laughs> I don't care what level of baseball. If you intentionally walk a guy to put winning run on third, you're an idiot. Oh well, uh-huh. they're scared of Sarman. You do see it happen. I always think it's kind of. Did he silly. play first base, Roush? I would imagine he. He I, I looks like a first base. Was he the not to, just not big to... old boy? Yeah. They, yeah. they had one who was He's health healthy fella. Yeah, big kid. Dad's offensive lineman, offensive line coach. All right, we're out of time. What do we do? We have anything for tonight? Of course no, we don't. It's Tuesday. <laughs> Preseason's got to start soon, though, right? That started. Uh, I think Thursday. We got oh, two, hard think... knocks tonight. Yes, oh, there you go. We do have something tonight. Woo-hoo. Hard knocks. New York Jets. If it doesn't start with Aaron Rodgers doing some serious hallucinogens to start the series, and then I need the and then I need the music. The oh, the Hard Knocks music is the best. I'm excited. All right, we got that. Are we going to talk about it tomorrow? Potentially. UK LSU game. Watch that by Friday. We're going to do. We won't spend like an entire show on 2007. It, but we'll probably right? spend a segment on it. 2007. Yeah, don't do 2006. That one was not as fun for you guys. All right, everybody have a great Tuesday. Thanks for all the texts into the show. We'll see you on Wednesday. This is Kentucky Roll Call. Oh, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Caleb.